Welcome to our 30 minute dome. Where we won't do you dirty. But we will do you 30. This is your boy Kendra Love. This is your girl Amber L. And this is a lituation right now. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I have a couple, you know. I always sip on a little something something. I'm a wino, I guess, but not really. But I'm <laughs> it's something light, but it's pretty strong. It's a um a spritzer and it's um really really good. What? Great. Well, how's your day going today, Kinder? Tell me what's going on. What you do today? My day's been good. I've been really, really busy just handling situations, putting out fires left and right, which is like the story of my life. Oh, wow. But um, it, it was a busy day, but a very productive day at the same time. So what about yours? Today was a lit day for me. I was very busy today, but it was like a good busy because I was just getting stuff done. Very productive. Yeah, I love that when you're just busy with you, you look back and you're like, wow, I got a lot accomplished today. Yeah, so I did. I feel good. A lot of things popping off. Yeah, I will say, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> well, you will say what? I will say that I've had a, like a crazy, crazy weekend. It's like, so I'm, I'm still kind of recovering. I had a really good time. As you know, as I mentioned that, you know, I'm trying to go somewhere every month. I did my first destination um, this past weekend. Um, and you and, went without me. Well, I'm doing... I should have cut you for that. Oh, okay. Ooh, wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I got in my feelings a little bit. I apologize. Wow, okay. <laughs> All right. Well, no, we're definitely going to do a trip together. So we are. I'm excited. So Kinder and I have decided that we're going to go to the Philippines together. We still going there? That's where our destination Well, I don't know. We can go this year. But what? Now you changing your mind. You see how fake friends are. <laughs> no, Everybody ain't your friend. Thinking, Everybody ain't your partner. Well, you know what? I want to do. Okay, I want to do six trips with someone. So I want okay. you to come on one of the trips with me. But I want it to be a weekend trip. I think if we go to the Philippines, we have to stay like at least a week. But I don't know where. Why I you go. can't be with me nowhere for a week? But you know, I don't know where I want to go this year yet okay. internationally. Oh, I understandable. I haven't decided yet. Okay. But Philippines would be dope, though. That's what you told me in 2019, and in 2020, we're going to the Philippines. But now you act like you don't know what you... I guess you got amnesia. Um, no, I don't have amnesia. I'm just trying to figure out my life. Okay, figure it out then. <laughs> anyway, guys, we have a very dope um, dope subject that we want to talk about today. Yeah, and this kind of revolves around everything. I mean, we were just kind of talking about it here briefly briefly kind of subliminally like relationships yes today we are going to be speaking on relationships and it's just not for your significant other but like relationships when it becomes like with uh even friends family yeah, friends family work yeah. um all the different you know styles of relationships we have in our in our lives yes and what you if you value relationships more than others yeah things like that yeah i will say that every relationship with um someone or they're all kind of different, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I, I look back at, like, my past situationships and relationships. Okay, situationships. Situationships are relationships, too. Right. But, um, and I'm like, oh, wow, like, I was so different with that individual than I was with this individual than I was with this individual. And I kind of feel like that's kind of like all relationships, you know what I'm saying? Like, your comfortable, um, your comfortability level in different relationships is different. Yeah, it really is. Um, I know I feel, I mean, some people, this is one thing I want to talk about. Do you feel like one relationship is more important than an another? Like, would you put, like, your family over your spouse? 
and then your spouse over your friends or do you kind of try to keep it even all around people would think as like a like a no-brainer that your family and your spouse comes first but some people are different it depends on who you are I've seen in some relationships when like a married couple or married maybe the guy puts his homeboys or friends before his wife how do you feel about things like that Oh, that's a tough one, and it's mm-hmm. a really good question. Um, yeah. It's hard because I'm kind of like 50 50 with that. I guess it depends on the situation. Because mm-hmm. um, I know some people that are like ride or die, like they're in your corner whether you're wrong or right. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of not like that. Like, if you're wrong, I'm going to tell you you're wrong. If you're right, I'm going to tell you you're right. So, um, no, this is going to be the question. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to ask, okay? <laughs> no, this is what I'm asking. If I was stranded and needed your help somewhere and then your spouse calls you and he needs your help, who are you coming to first? But you know me longer, way longer though. Who are you putting first? <laughs> it, 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 it depends on the situation. <laughs> now, if you stranded and you're helpful for your life, depending on my significant other situation, I might run it by them like, yo, I got to help out. You know, so-and-so, they're in a bind, and then I'll come get you afterwards. Or if it's something that, yeah, or vice versa, I might be like, oh, I'm going to come and get you, babe, and then we're going to go help out our friend, you know? Right. So it just all depends. I would try to maneuver it in the best way possible, Um, you know, whichever case is urgent, whichever one's more urgent, Mm -hmm. that's what I would try to attend to. So I would At that time? Yeah, at that time. So it just... It just all depends on the situation. Right. Well, I understand, too. I just have Yeah, who it is. I can't. <laughs> I can't with you. Well, I, the reason why I was asking, one of my girlfriends had an experience where I think she was like, well, she had like a dinner date with her mm-hmm. spouse. And then his friend was in a bind. I don't know if he was stranded. He was doing. He was in a bind somewhere where he had to go pick up a friend. Uh-huh. But this dinner date was something very special because it was like their anniversary. And she just felt that it was kind of, diff- you know, maybe like not thoughtful or a little bit disrespectful because he wasn't recognizing the anniversary, uh-huh. which sometimes I can think maybe that could be a little self- selfish if the friend was in need and if he was in danger. Yeah. But she was like, why can't he just like call somebody else? It's your anniversary. We had this plan for like a month or so now. So I was just wondering, like, that's I've never thought about that since she brought that to my attention, that sometimes people may put their friend before their spouse, vice versa, or even like family before their spouse. So, I mean, I think with me, I always want to be like well-rounded and just, you know, make sure I make everyone feel important and special. Yeah, but, you know, I think it comes a time. I think sometimes you are going to put one person, depending on the situation, you will make one person more priority than the other person. But I can I can understand like if it was a consistent thing like you're always putting this person before me, um, but you know if it's every now and then, then I, I really don't I get it you know what I'm saying I think I'm I'm open to that and I get you know sometimes you aren't going to be number one you can't always be number one you know. Yeah, I, I totally get that I understand but yeah some in some cases people just I think prioritize. Um, Specific people more than others. Yeah. yeah. Then I swear it could, could become a problem. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. mean, there's ups and downs in relationships and any little thing or big thing mm-hmm. can become a, you know, I guess a wall or blockage or a hurdle. 
mm-hmm. um, in a relationship that you, you know, but you have to listen to your significant other too, you know, if they felt some type of way because you did, you know, alter plans for somebody else, then you have to address that and try to accommodate their feelings as best as possible. But I, at the same time, I feel Come like, on, relationship expert. I, okay. I feel like at the same time, yeah. their, your partner... The person that's that does feel some type of way at the mm-hmm. same time, they have to look at the situation and say, "Would I do this for my best friend or my, you know, whoever um, the case might be?" You know, because sometimes, you know, just to be blunt, shit happens, and yeah, you know, sometimes you just have to be there for for your loved ones. Right, right. No matter what. Yeah. Um. When I was younger, growing up as like a teenager, and even like a young adult, like in my early twenties, I would always find myself putting friends before like family. I don't know if that's yeah. like a normal thing around like a teenage age. I think you just feel like your friends are just so much more important. Then as you get older, you're yeah. like, hold on, I don't even see or know those people or talk to them anymore. Then you start to realize and value. I think your loved ones, that people that care for you you start to actually realize, oh, these are the people that are most important. And you don't put really anybody that's not for you on a back burner. Yeah, I, I agree. I think when you're when you're um, coming up in age that you do kind of value, like, your, I guess, your personal relationships a little bit more. But I, I have a 50-50 with that, too, because I always feel like with your friends, you choose your friends. You know what I'm saying? Right. So those are people that you choose to be in your life. You know, your family necessarily you don't choose to be in your life. They are just, you know, they're family. They're a part of your life regardless. Right. So, again, you'll have ups and downs with family. But ultimately, I do feel like family is priority and your relationship grows with your, you know, family as you get older. Um, You do start to, you know, value your family relationship a little bit more than maybe some of your personal relationships. But I will say that I feel like sometimes I'm closer with some of my friends than Mm -hmm. I am with my family. You know, I think your relationship with your friends is just like, you can tell your friends anything almost. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's conversations that I would have with my friends that I probably would never have with my family. Right, and then sometimes your friends don't judge you as much as maybe a family member would. And I am, I'm a lot closer to a lot of my friends more than I am like a certain people that are in my family. I'm really close with my um, immediate family for sure. Yeah, I'm close with my immediate family too. Like we have a unique relationship. Oh, do you guys? Why do you say unique like that? <laughs> because like people would be like, oh my God, I can't believe you talk to your family like that. I'd be like, like what? Like this is how we talk. <laughs> so it's very different. Like I don't know, like, when my mom calls me, I'm like, oh, my God, what do you want? I don't have time to entertain you right now. <laughs> but it's, what? like, all out of love. It's just, like, they pay, like, my family, if I tell them, they don't care. They know that's just me. That's all out of love because mm-hmm. we have that kind of unique dynamic relationship. And, yeah, so it's very, very different. Oh, wow. Well, that's good. How's everything looking in um, relationships within like your love life and all that. What's that looking like now? Well, I mean, you know, I'm married. So with marriage, there comes ups and downs. We've been on like a downer. Oh, okay. <laughs> We've been, we were on a downer, but like now we're kind of coming up a little bit. So, I mean, it's just like, honestly, I've learned a lot being in this and in in being married, you mm-hmm. know, 
yeah, I've learned a lot. Like, marriage isn't all peaches and creams. Um, there's definitely highs and lows. But it really, I think, it, it adds value to your life and to your maturity level to engage with your significant other and have, you know, the appropriate communication. And um, I, one thing I realize is that um, oftentimes in my head, and I think with everyone in my head, I had this, like, unrealistic expectation. I created an image and a situation in my head that wasn't reality. So um, having that reality checked in a sense, um, my perspective checked um, in a sense, um, it, it kind of opened my mind to do things um, differently and communicate differently with my um, significant other. And I can see the growth in us. And I really appreciate that. It's just, you know, putting your ego aside sometime and just um, really acknowledging and respecting um, the under other individuals' perspective um, and communicate it. I, I really, really strongly feel that communication is the key with all relationships, whether it's your friendship, whether it's, you know, personal relationship, even workplace relationship, you know? It's like how many times, um, kind of drifting off into, like, work relationships, how many times have you been in a situation where, like, things weren't effectively communicated? You know what I'm saying? And it kind right. of hampers your work relationship or the work environment. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. What about you and your um, personal me and my personal, me and my boo thing. Yeah, we're actually great. Um, we've been together for quite some time, and we're just learning each other. It was the great thing about us. Um, I met him when uh, in our early twenties. We've been together now for what nine years. Damn, that's so a it's kind of like you were basically married. <laughs> we're ba- we basically kind of grew, and I learned. It's like I watched him grow up. Uh-huh. Like he's changed and he's like so many different transitions in like him becoming wiser and just becoming a man. I literally watched him from like 22 like to 32. It's like he's two totally different people. Yeah. It shocks crazy. me sometimes though because I think when people meet each other at such a young age, especially when you get married, like in your early 20s, you're not even really becoming I mean, you sometimes, I, I would say, you really don't know yourself or you don't really know things that you're going to like and how you're going to develop and become wiser. Yeah. So your feelings for a person changes. I mean, there's some things that you might like and some things that are going to change that you might dislike. But for me, I'm really loving the person that he has become. Yeah, yeah. that's that's so great to hear. I, yeah. It's so great to see relationships develop and prosper. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it, it's a it's a growing tool, I think, for both parties. You know, right. you see the difference in yourself and you see the difference in your, you know, significant other and how you communicate and how you maneuver and do things. So it's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. It really is. So I'm just enjoying that. And um, other than that, yeah, I'm on cloud nine, boo. That's good. <laughs> well, and like, let's say, like, past relationships have... Yeah. What have been some of the pros and cons in past relationships, personal experiences that you've had? Ooh. That, I had to take a real deep breath for that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as I was growing up, um, I was I really didn't have that many boyfriends like in high school. I dated one guy in particular, like at 17, I was a senior in high school. My parents are kind of strict. They didn't really let me date seriously. Mm-hmm. I would just be able to go on dates here and there for like a few hours. They just did wanted to like, make sure. What? Did you like be like, I'm going out with Sarah, mom, but you were really going out with like Benjamin? No, <laughs> I never did that. Okay. That is crazy. <laughs> I was always like, I'm not going to miss school today. I'm 
I'm afraid to skip class. I'm afraid to sneak off with a boy. But I did have like crushes here and there and I would meet them like at the movies. So like my parents would know I'm going to the movies. They're like, okay, you know, they were Well, who are you going to the movies with? I would, I would go with my homegirl, and then we would oh, just... Oh, yeah, so you was with Sarah, <laughs> but you was really being up with Benjamin. <laughs> no, like, if they just so happened to be there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just, like, chill with them for a little bit. But, yeah, I didn't really start dating until I was, like, 17, and I was with that guy for, like, two years. And I don't know if I would say it was, like, super, super serious, because uh-huh. it's, like, I didn't have my own car then. I would go maybe, like, seven months before... <laughs> I would see him. We would talk on the phone for hours and hours, but it wasn't nothing like too, too serious. Yeah. Um, that's interesting because you like, you just said that you were talking on the phone for hours and hours. And I yeah. think that's like a young relationship thing. Yeah, it really is. I don't know. I feel like being older in relationships, like you don't talk for hours. Like The first few for... months that you meet somebody, yeah. But after you know, like you get to know a person, you're just like, okay, you good? I love you. Okay. You got made it to your location? Okay, bye. And then you have more dates, you yeah, know? Yeah. yeah, it's like, I, I think you connect better after a, a longer period of time. But you know what? I'm not like an hour, like, I'm ready to get off the phone after like 10 minutes. I'm like, mm. Really? I'm ready to get off the phone. <laughs> I've never been on the phone with you more than 20 minutes myself. So, <laughs> I believe it. But my old, my past relationships, is, you know, I only had, I would say, maybe four serious boyfriends before the guy I'm with now but you have to understand I've been with him so long I didn't have opportunity to have like that many yeah well I've had a lot I'm just playing oh wow no I'm just playing I really (laughs) I really haven't but you know I will say that one of the things I learned in um being in like past relationships is that um I learned a lot I learned a lot of um valuable things but one thing I, I learned was most about myself was that I'm a cheater what Yeah, I've cheated on every single last person I've dated, unfortunately. Why? But you know what? I felt like they were cheating on me. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they were. I don't know. You know, oftentimes they say that people that accuse somebody else of of doing something is oftentimes doing it themselves. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. But that's one of the things I learned about me is that um, I'm I'm not the one committed only type of person. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, at least you're honest and you're real. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's good that you're being honest. I feel like when I was younger, I don't know, when you're, like, in the puppy love stage, I feel like puppy love can last for, like, two to three days until you're like, oh, on to the next person. But I've never been, like, a hardcore cheater. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I think when you're I don't young, wanna, yeah, when you're, you're exploring, you're exploring your options, right. you're open, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like You're just dating around when yeah. you're younger. So I did date around. I was never like, oh, I'm committed to this one person. You know, I was always free and just open-minded to see who was going to work better for me. Now that I'm older, um, before I met the guy that I'm with now, I always knew that I wanted to date for a purpose and date to intend to marry. That's good. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. Mm-hmm. I've always went to like, I have two things I want to say. I've always went to get like randomly married, which I did. <laughs> you did for real. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, always just crazy. went to get randomly married. I just, I, I have a very different viewpoint on marriage and relationships. But another thing, you know, and when I think about past relationships, have you ever experienced something where maybe your friends or a friend is too involved and concerned with your relationship? 
Have oh you ever God. been in a situation like that? People, my friends already know. <laughs> don't come, don't come for me <laughs> in my relationship. And don't be nosy. I, I like friends that are concerned just to make sure everything is going okay. That means that they're concerned about you as a person. But just, you know, dipping a little bit too much into your personal business could be a little bit like, okay. Yeah, and it kind of goes back into your point. It's just like um, what we were talking about earlier. It's like, what do you do in those situations? You know, it's your best your best friend and then your, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. Maybe they don't see eye to eye. And, you know, it's like this is your best friend since, you know, fifth grade. And this is like your new man or girlfriend. Um, and they don't. I don't know. They don't see eye to eye. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's oh, like, like my guy, my guy and my best friend. Yeah. Like maybe your best friend doesn't like your, you know, who you're dating for you. You know what you I'm know saying? What? Yeah. You know, that's, that's. And it's like one of those if, situations, like who do you choose, you know? Well, I'm with my man every night. Yeah. My man helped me pay my bills. My man makes me happy. <laughs> He buys me nice things. He's there for me um, emotionally, spiritually. So, I mean, you're not. How do you balance that friendship? Though? I don't. It's really hard. I feel like if the person or your friend is uncomfortable with your partner, maybe not bring your partner around often to make them not feel uncomfortable. You know what yeah. I mean? What if it's a situation that like your significant other cheated on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, Oh, like say, there was a reason why my friend really yeah. didn't like that person? Yeah, you know oh. they say, like, you'll forgive your significant other before your family or your friends. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, they do say that. Uh-huh. So uh, what do you do in those situations? Like, where maybe, you know, your mom, you and your mom are really close. Like, what if yeah. she didn't like your significant other? How would you balance that? Oh, you know what? It's... I've always been, I'm going to do what I want to do no matter what. I'm a Leo. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a Leo and I'm a leader. Even since I was in kindergarten, no matter what I put my mind to, I'm going to do it. No, I don't care how many people complain. They voice their concern. I'm always going to just focus on myself and what makes me happy. Because people are not, you know, people be on the outside looking in. They're not behind closed doors with you. Yeah. So sometimes what they see for you is maybe what they really want for themselves. Oh, that's real deep. Yes. That's so, real deep. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, if this person makes me happy, I want to be happy. I, When I was growing up, my parents liked one particular guy for me. That guy was so serious-minded, which is fine. It's okay to be serious-minded. But I was like 18, 19. Uh-huh. I have a very bubbly personality. I love having fun. I'm, I'm very adventurous. I love laughing. I, re- I was... Very sarcastic. Yeah. And um, they loved this guy for me, but he was so serious. So I remember me and him got together. We went somewhere, and I, like, made a joke, like, at a really nice restaurant with uh-huh. the waiter. The waiter laughed, and I was laughing, and he was just, like, serious face. No, oh, he was upset. He was, like, upset. And he, and he talked to me after the date, and he was like, hey, Amber, I need you to be a little bit more serious. From that point on, I was like, you know what? No, sir. Because he couldn't make me happy. So I needed someone that had like a match of a personality for me. So me and my significant other now, we are very sarcastic. We like to enjoy, laugh with each other. You know, we're just very relaxed. We have a similar personality because I think we're, because we're both like Leos. Mm-hmm. We're very similar. And a lot of people don't really get our relationship. So, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I always feel like, you know, a relationship is divine between the individuals involved in that relationship. Right. There's no set criteria on how your how your relationship should 
be and you hit it like on the head exactly it's just like oftentimes people have a you know um expectation or image of what they think your relationship should be like because ultimately that's what they want their relationship to be like you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. they see things in you for out through them correct makes sense yes that's true (laughs) but um yeah that's good i totally respect that you Uh know you do what makes you happy because ultimately you can only live for your happiness. So. You really can. And That's when good. you do what makes you happy, it's like a, it's a freedom. It's, yeah. it's just, I can't even explain the feeling that it gives you, but it's a, just an amazing feeling when you're living for yourself and not for other people. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And that's the evolution of like, I think like as, as growth, as you, you know, start to figure out who you are and, and truly loving yourself and doing what makes you happy and not trying to make others happy if they're, you know, happy with your situation or your decisions or not. Just do what makes you happy. So I think that's a great foundation to, you know, build a relationship on. Yeah, that's definitely so. So I, I've been in instances with, like, friends that are, like, giving me, you know, the word on the street. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The word on the street is X, Y, Z is happening. So I've been in a few situations like that. But uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm very similar. I always do what makes me happy. And um, I, I listen to the word on the street, but I don't let that define my ultimate decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just do what makes me happy. So I rock with you on that. You ain't had no the word on the street lately, have you? No, I don't have any Okay, because I'm about to be that friend right okay. now. <laughs> Please let me know. What's the word on the street? No, that's not <laughs> funny. But yeah, I get that. Because I think if a friend hears that your significant other is doing something, I mean, if you're a good friend, you are going to want to tell your friend you know, yeah. what you've heard. So that's totally fine. But when it becomes like, oh, what you and your dude doing today? Or like, what's going on? I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. When they're too involved and yeah, asking questions much. about your relationships, I think that's too much too. It's... I'm like, dang, do you want him? Yeah, basically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> basically. But you know what? Like, I'm, I've always been like, I don't get involved in anyone's relationship. Like, mm-hmm. I'm that kind of, uh, it's such a hard one. Like, I don't know what I would do if I had some information about one of my friend's significant others. Like, I don't know. Because I feel like once you relay that information inadvertently you're involved in that relationship but then at the same time it's like if you don't tell your friend it's like are they going to be looking at me sideways like why do you tell me you know what i'm saying right that happened to me before i was really close with um well something like that i was really close with this guy he and he and i were really close friends and um you know i always have my women's side okay yeah even though he was like a really close friend of mine he was um stepping out and cheating on the young lady he was with yeah so i started to feel bad because i would see it on a daily so i decided one day i was like you know what you know i you know he really has my trust but i also don't agree with the way he's treating this woman and she's a really good woman Uh so i want to make her aware but I still want to be his friend, you know? So I kind of yeah. wanted to be, like, saving, like, both sides. I wanted to tell him it was wrong. I want to be your friend. But I also wanted to tell her, hey, this is what's going on behind your back. And I feel like you, you know, are worth a little bit more. Yeah. And when I did decide to tell her, she didn't believe me. She told him what I told her. And he wasn't. Now he and I are not friends. Yeah. And she's probably not your friend either. Yeah. But they're, <laughs> they're both married now. 
<laughs> See, that's the thing. You it's know, like, I lost a friend, but they became married, and which I'm very happy for them because they were younger now. So, you know, hopefully he's grown out of that, and they're in a really great, so. yeah, great relationship. But mm-hmm. stuff like that happens. Yeah, it's one of those things. That's why I'm always hesitant to relate any information, especially if I don't know facts. Like, if I didn't see it for myself or... Yada yada yada. I'm not telling you shit, honestly. Like now, I was, I was seeing it. Yeah, I know. I was like, like if I saw it, yo. it's a really hard one. But it's mm-hmm. so hard because it's, it's like I've always said I don't get involved in anyone's relationship. So I would be honestly, I would probably be like a 70 30. 70 percent. Like I'm not gonna tell you because like I don't want to get involved. I don't know what you know, what system or how your relationship is set up. So I'm not going to get involved. And the 30% of me would be like, oh, I need to tell them because, like, you know, I don't want them out here looking like, I don't want to say stupid, but just looking, um, I don't know another word I could say, like looking what? bad, I guess. Like, I don't yeah. want them out here looking bad or feeling bad if they don't mm-hmm. know the reality of the situation. But then again, everybody has their own, you know style of relationship like I have a very iconoclastic relationship so someone might see you know me or my significant other out doing something and then I'm you know they bring it to my attention and I'm just like oh okay cool yeah that's you know? fine yeah because yeah, if you're like, not we, in have like a a... we have a different type of relationship so you guys are not exclusive so that'd be like oh okay I already know or something like yeah, that okay. yeah I just talked to them yesterday oh wow I'm just like oh, wow. <laughs> that's no. crazy but I mean like I mean, there's so many different types of relationships to have. I mean, mm-hmm. we can go on and on. And, you know, I'm like I said, I'm in an iconoclastic relationship, which means um, non-traditional. Like, we're kind of open um, in the aspect of communication, sex, um, an array of things. Um, so, I mean, this is a, I think, like, this topic is mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I have so much more I want to talk about. Like, I have, I want to talk about work relationships. Oh yeah, definitely like, work relationships. I feel That's like your awesome. Work relationships are so different. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's people that you communicate inside of work and outside of work. Definitely <laughs> so. That's true. Like friendships, and then kind of like my open relationship and how that's been. Like, right. I think we might have to have a part two to relationships. We are definitely gonna have to have a part two. Yeah, there's so much to talk about. Yeah, so I'm glad that you guys were able to listen to part one. I can't wait to start getting down to the nitty-gritty for our part two. Yeah, like, oh my God, like, so much is coming to my mind. <laughs> what is? What up? What you thinking? I mean, just like friends. Have you ever had, like, a friend hit on you and you're just like, oh my God, we're friends, you know? What? Like, and that changed the dynamic of your relationship. <laughs> Well, I had a friend hit on me, and I didn't know he was hitting on me. <laughs> Until the next morning, I was on the phone with my mom. I'm like, oh, yeah, so-and-so came over to my house. She was like, well, I Amber, I talked to you at like around 1 o'clock. You were by yourself. I was like, oh, he didn't come over until 3. She oh, was like, oh, oh okay. Okay. Oh, oh, okay, we're going to have to say this for part two. <laughs> really? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I definitely going to have to say that. Oh, okay, we have to, I have to hear this. Well, we didn't do you dirty. But we definitely did you dirty. Make sure you tune in to Relationships Part 2. And also check us out on our our social medias. Instagram, yeah. we're official do me 30. So like, follow, share, subscribe. Comment. We're on YouTube too, official do me 30. Yes, YouTube, Twitter, official do me 30. Patreon, official do me 30. 
Spotify, iTunes, Google yeah. Podcasts, all official Do Me 30. And share our episodes. Yeah, you share. And then, I mean, what else about relationships should we be talking about? Like, let us know what we should talk about in part two. Yes, we're down with it. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, and again, we didn't do you dirty, but we did do you 30. Bye. Bye. Love, peace, and mindfulness. Yeah.